Welcome to a podcast with Aaron Schultz. Men's mental health matters. Live life with an outback mind. Thanks so much for joining in, guys. Episode 217. Really important conversation today on a number of uh, levels, I guess. Um, now, Young man I've got with me today uh, is a really up and coming inspirational musician, uh, Eli. He goes by the name of Eli Green Green Eyes. Now, young bloke from WA, lives in WA now, and um, just incredibly uh, gifted and talented as a muso. But more importantly, Eli's sort of gone through a, a journey of self discovery and uh, I said a while back that I just need to be myself and express myself and be who I really am rather than follow what other people want me to do or the way the society wants me to be. And um, I really hope that uh, some key messages come from this conversation uh, to inspire all of us to be able to do what really is important and truthful to our, our own self and our own heart at the end of the day. Now, a lot of people sort of go through life and they get towards the end of life and they wish they had have done something differently or they wish they uh, were a different way or, or whatever, lived life, um, you know, the way they wanted to live it rather than the way someone else wanted to live it. So Eli's come to that realisation now as a young man and he's actually doing it and doing it really well and his music is really powerful and inspirational. So I'm sure you're going to enjoy this chat and I'd really like uh, um, you to give me some feedback on the conversation and maybe check out his music as well. My email or the Outback Mind Foundation email is support at outbackmind.org.au so please feel free to reach out jump on the website have a look outbackmind.org.au see what we do and uh, yeah we're doing what we can to be able to help uh, men uh, empower men uh, to live uh, more functional self-aware conscious lives so really appreciate you listening in g'day Eli hey how you going good mate really uh, really grateful um for this chat and I know uh, you're over in WA at the moment so you've got two hours on me and uh, yeah I wish it was two o'clock here because I'd probably get a lot more done than what I did this afternoon <laughs> but yeah mate uh, look there's I'm... always tomorrow well no? that's that's true and isn't it amazing how we get stuck in the past you know we we always wish we uh, could have done this or could have done that or regretted this or regretted that but what we need to do at the end of the day is say thank you and let go and then open ourselves up to what tomorrow can actually give us because um, if we're stuck in the past and we're stuck in mindsets which are blocking us, we're actually losing out and not being able to you know, see what's really, what's really beautiful and what's powerful out there in front of us at the end of the day. I, I, like, I like you a lot. It's been a, a minute and 20 seconds and you've gone straight into a deep conversation. I like it a lot. It's <laughs> well, awesome. You get it, mate. And, and what, I, what I like about you and what I've seen about you uh, so far, and, and I'm a bit older than, than, than yourself, but I remember being back, you know, a bit younger than you as a young fella and just wishing I could have taken a path, but I couldn't take that path because uh, the way society sort of... Um, you know, expected me to be and uh, and the things that were in front of me which couldn't allow me to possibly uh, pursue creative pursuits, you know, and uh, you just had to right. sort of do the norm. And 
I'd just be really interested to sort of hear about your journey and uh, your upbringing and sort of, you know, what that was like for you. Yeah, well, I mean, to start at the very, very beginning, <laughs> I, um, I had quite a tumultuous relationship with my biological father mm. and that kicked off everything for me in quite an intense way. Um, you know, I went straight into kind of fight or flight from the moment I was born and he had custody of me every Sunday. And mm. my mum being the, like, very, very caring, big-hearted person she is, her emotions are very on the surface as well and she was very worried about me, rightly so. I'm her, I'm her child. Mm. And so... I, for a very, very long time, was doing this thing on a Sunday and seeing this person who I guessed I was, you know, had, as you said about the society thing, my, it's because it was my biological father, I felt like I had to love him and I had to make an effort, even though... He was very, very negligent as a person. And then when he was near me, he was quite abusive uh, physically and mentally. Mm. And I, from that, and having to come home every Sunday, and usually I was sick on the Monday. Mm. Um, usually I was ill on the Monday. I think to escape all of that and to not feel like I was, I guess, I was me. Like I wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't want to be me. So I very, very quickly uh, gravitated towards cartoons and television and mimicking all of the voices and all of the characters that I saw mm. and doing all these um, silly voices in their intricate detail because I think I didn't want to be me in that situation. Mm. And I think this is all of those things leading up till now is why I am very, very militant with doing what I want to do mm. um, and what matters to me mm. instead of allowing anyone to tell me from the outside world what I should or should not be doing. And I've had a lot of pressure from a lot of family and people at school and teachers and stuff and um, to, you know, be a certain thing. And it's taken me a long time, but it's I'm at the self-acceptance phase of my life where I, I know that I'm not. I'm quite strange and weird and I'm fine with that and I'm fine to make these uh, creative pursuits regardless if it, makes me broke or, you know, uh, viewed as, I guess, impulsive or, you know, like I've got, like I haven't got a backup plan and, and the truth is, is yeah, I don't. Mm. But I think that all of those things in my early childhood have, have led me to be what I hoped, probably not quite yet, but what I hope to be is a bit of a, a monster mentally is what I am aiming for, to be completely open and free and liberated from anything that I've gone through and 
also to be, you know, tough mentally because I think you need to be, especially these days mm. um, with everything that's going on with social media. And I understand that I, I am not everyone and there's a lot of other people that, like, man, we're all trying to just do our best. And whether whether you picked up, where you, whether you didn't feel at the time that you were able to pick up your creative endeavours, the fact that you're not dead yet is a big clue that you probably could pick up those things now and not, not necessarily for the fact of being successful or anything, but for the fact that you just love doing it and you're expressing yourself. Mm, that's true, mate. Um, yeah, I really appreciate that. And, and that's, that's well said. And, and I see you've touched on a few really key things already. I'll get back to, to your dad and stuff in a tick, but... Mate, humans are meant to be free. We're meant to be like living in this in this environment, which is actually built for us to 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 live functionally in flow and in a, in a state of feeling in freedom. Now, when we're mm. in uh, when we're in a society which is you know we're following rules and expectations, and you know, the colonial system primarily is is all around that. We talk about that quite a bit. Um, so mm. to to actually like you know engage with that we need to but actually be yourself as much as you possibly can you know and there are yeah there are boundaries and so forth out there that we need to follow which are there for a reason but but primarily mate you need to be able to express yourself I'll give you an example of something right I was at a school yeah. recently up in Rockhampton and um, there was a couple of what I identified as being young men in the room and uh, there's a heap of girls and. Uh, we were doing some domestic violence training, and um, and I actually referred to the, the the young fellas as fellas, and I said, "What do you think, guys, or something, or fellas?" And and one of the girls come and whispered to me and said, "They're transitioning," <laughs> and I, I said, "Oh, okay, right. yeah, yep, great, you know." Um, but but you know, step back to my era, like, geez, mate. There was so many people like them that were probably coming through that were just, you know, in this in this constant state of um, of fear because they weren't able to be themselves, you know, or what uh, what 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 path they wanted to take, you know, and um, yeah, mate, it's really interesting to hear about your dad because your dad behaved a certain way more more than likely because his dad treated him that way and uh, his dad might have had some trauma in his life and uh, his that was passed on to him, but. What's really great about you is you actually saw it early and you're able to move through it. Well, the thing is, is I think I'm able to explain it now in detail in retrospect, but at the time I, was, I wasn't able to move through it quickly. I held on to it for a very long time. Yep. I, think, I think that I used art in a uh, compulsive way um, to keep my mind off everything, and it took me a really long time. This 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 EP that I've just made now and released um, is probably the most raw and uh, authentic that I have been because it's taken me a really long time to figure out who the hell that is. How old are you, mate? I'm twenty eight. Twenty eight. Well. And I'm going to be constantly doing it. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but good, on, um, good on you. And I'll, I'll give you a couple of secrets now. Like, we change every seven years, you know, biologically primarily. So, you know, you're going to be a different person at 35 than what you are now. You're a different person than what you were when you were 21. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I feel like I change 
at a very rapid rate most days. I'm like constantly <laughs> trying to learn something about myself because I just want to be freer. And that's why, to, like, I've had lots of um, conversations with people um, who are transgender um, as well. And, like, I fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I get trying to figure out who you are. And um, obviously we're all learning and and I get the whole living in fear thing as well, not on not in necessarily that case uh, because I identify as a man and that's I think I think that's fine with me, but not everyone has that privilege of like waking up and being in the matrix mm. and being like, yeah, I'm cool I'm cool with this how I am. Yes. Like, but I think it's, I think it's, I think it's fantastic that people are in this climate, although there is so many sensitivities around it, um, you know, I think that it's fantastic that people can ex like get to know themselves one way or another and try and get as close to what their identity as they think that it should be and take control of their life. And I think sometimes it's hard for people to grasp and that's fine. They'll either catch up or they won't. People are just doing their best. Tell me, mate, so, um, did you have like uh, ideologies around, you know, being confused about your sexuality and stuff coming through? Yeah, for sure. But um, I kind of, I went through a stage where I wanted to, get to know what it was and label it and stuff like that. And I've kind of figured out based on my track record that my sexuality has constantly changed. Um, and like all of my relationships have been with women, but I have been with in a sexual sense. I've been with men also, um, and I've questioned it, yeah, since I was a since I was a teenager, teenager since I started going through puberty, and I think it's something that I've always struggled talking with anyone about in a matter of fact way. Um, and finally, I'm starting to surround myself with people, and this isn't just talking about this subject. This is talking about any subject to do with who I am, mm. um, where I can be open, and that's not. I've found those, I happen to found, find those people that is, I've chosen to surround myself with people who I feel I can be open with them and them with me. Yeah. Um, and I won't settle for anything else now because, yeah, I need to be, I need to be me. Mate, that's so beautiful. You know, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm a bit older than you, but but like you're going through the motions of life, and then come to the realization that where I am now, and I've been that sort of way, but way for you know a few years that we're all connected through our hearts. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your um, sexuality is, or your uh, identity, or your label, or any of those sorts of things. No, if you can, if you can communicate with an individual on, on on a level like that, it doesn't matter whether you're in a room of cattle farmers or bikies or. Um, you know, uh, gymnasts or whatever, 
you can you can have real conversations with people from from the right place. Um, then your idea—I yeah. wouldn't say your identity comes out, but your real truth, your real true uh, purpose of your being can be displayed. And when you can do that fearlessly without fear of judgment or criticism, you know that sort of stuff. Then, then, then life actually. Yeah, I think that's why I think that's why I didn't talk about any of that kind of stuff for a very long time because I was fear of judge because I I was already being judged yeah. for other things. Yeah. And so I was like, well, no one's going to accept this. But I I have this phrase in my back pocket that I use constantly, um, which is, oh, well. And yeah. if anybody can't deal with your differences, like, trust me, look him in the eye and go, oh, well. Yeah. See what happens. Do you know what the, like, key, the key message nothing. is? Go, so go, ahead, <laughs> go ahead, mate. Um, but but you know what the key message is? This is what this is what's trying to be taught to us all the time. When you say "oh well" or something like that, you actually surrender. You just let go of that attachment. Uh, yeah, 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 hundred percent. And it's like you can't you can't do anything about this. I am I'm figuring out me. This is along the lines of me figuring out who I am. And if you if you can't deal with it then that's fine and that's a part of your journey and that's you it's a it's a clear it's a healthy barrier like um but knowing that you've got you and you're happy with you has been a thing that i've been trying to focus on for so long and it took me like well years and years of thinking and being in a room and playing music on my own and then finally going what am i doing this for and then also (laughs) going to therapy for like three and a half years that was a huge part of it did that help massively Mm -hmm. i as a as a kid i went through um a couple of therapists and i was very very skeptical about the whole idea but it's very easy to make ideals um when you've had bad experiences even even (laughs) even though it's like you know you've only met two therapists but um I've kind of, I got sick of walking into a room paying about 150 bucks, and then somebody giving me a mindfulness for dummies book and giving me a pat on the head. <laughs> I was, I was getting very, very sick of it. Um, and I, when I lived in Melbourne, which was a few years ago, I was very ready to tackle um, a lot of stuff from my past and. I met the right one, um, the right therapist, and um, she helped me turn my life around. Mm. Um, Obviously, I was ready to, so half the responsibility is mine, but um, it was amazing for me. Huge. Were you were you out of alignment then? Like, were you working as a muso, or were you doing things you didn't really want to do to get finances? I was doing things that I, I mean, obviously it's, we're, we're quite lucky here compared to other countries. I think we ought to be even luckier with mental health because it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was on a mental health care plan and I was working as a furniture removalist. Um, and around about that time, I was doing that. I was signed to a major label and was expecting that my life was going to change and it didn't 
And when I released one song and it didn't go the way they thought it was going to go, I got dropped by the label and then I got dropped by the management. Mm. And then in the same few months, um, my my dad, my stepdad, who's been around since I was two, who I just called dad because he's really been there for me since I was like probably two years old, mm. um, he was diagnosed with cancer, mm. um, multiple myeloma, which he's still battling today. And, yeah, and it was kind of like, all these and also the relationship that i was in while i was over there was kind of crumbling mm. and yeah i felt like i was i felt like i was drowning and i felt like the whole just writing how i felt and dealing with it in that way alone in a room and putting it into my art just doing that wasn't enough i needed to do some proper self discovery and some proper self work and I am so happy I did it because I definitely understand not only myself but other people so much more. Mm. Amazing, mate. Like, firstly, congratulations. And, uh, you know, for yeah, that. Yeah, thanks, man. And, uh, you know, for being brave enough to do so. But you've had to go through the school of hard knocks and, and uh, do it the, the hard way. And really, mate, oh, I believe everything happens for a reason, you know. So, you, you, you see, that's the thing. We, 100%. We, 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 we become attached. Oh, we've got a label. We're set this out the other. But when that gets taken away, we just lose our self-worth and, and that. And that's, that's a trap in itself. So, so having the free mindset, the open mindset of, yeah, whatever comes, comes and allow that to happen and just work with it rather than against it. Because when you're putting energy into uh, that attachment and that attachment gets taken away from you, it, it can really be a blow to your heart and uh, that's not good. So, you know, so to be able to, yeah. to, to, to do it, you know, well and in flow, then I believe everything will be created for you and things will come to you. And, um, you know, I just think going through that process was, was probably a really valuable life lesson. And uh, obviously uh, having that person give you some guidance was able to sort of give you that roadmap to, to find that sense of freedom um, within yourself. Would, would I be right? Yeah, 100%. I, I, don't, I don't regret or feel um, ill about any of those things that happened. Like, I think that I wouldn't have this... I wouldn't have this, um, well, these thoughts and feelings about, you know, me being creative and me needing to be independent for my freedom mm. and me needing to discover who I am and being like, all right, I've got to stop mucking around here. I need to figure this out, like, and it needs to start now. And, yeah, I don't, I don't feel ill about, about anything that's happened up to this point now because I think I've what I've taken from it is is has made me who I am now and it's going to only snowball even further, I think, the more that I try and understand it and understand where I am now and where I'm heading. Mm. Amazing, mate. Tell me tell me so after all that stuff happened. What, what were the door openers for you to be able to progress uh, to sort of where you are now? I think the biggest door opener, and, it's, and it's, I think there's been one main one, to be honest, and it's 
me chasing whatever makes me feel the most present because of all of the things that were happening when I was younger, I wasn't present. I wasn't here. Mm. And I was constantly either being someone else and doing like playing characters every day for fun and, and being a bit of a monkey to all of my family and my friends around me doing all of these performance, (laughs) you know, based kind of characters that I had made up from watching so many cartoons (laughs) and I was just doing impersonations all the time and making people laugh. Um, And not only that, but also then going to music and I would listen to other, other people's music and be so influenced by it that I wasn't being myself. I was just copying. Mm. Um, and I did that for a very, very long time. And so everything now and one of those first doors, and I think it's the same door, to be honest, it all just comes down to me. I need to be present. If I'm here, um, then that's the most important thing. I, I'm not thinking too far in the future and too far in the past. I'm here, so I need to chase all the things that are to do with that, which is creatively i love of course i love making music i also love painting i love cooking i love skating as well so much Mm. um and these are all things that make me feel present i love having conversations like this whether it's this on the phone or whether it's in a pub or whatever i so I, i need to be constantly doing these kinds of things. I think it's super important for me to constantly remind myself I'm here. I don't need to be anywhere else. Mm. Um, yeah, and it makes it, it makes me feel calmer um, the more and more I delve into that. So you're pretty uh, like you're you're on a good journey and pathway with your music and stuff. Do do mm. do you have any like ambitions between now and thirty and so forth? One what you want to try and do, or is you just happy to sort of you know move with it and see where it takes you? Um, it's kind of hard because I think what I what I did think was my idea of success. Um. My idea of success was, you know, like being able to be really financially stable and being able to, like, look after my family and stuff like that. And I think that that's, you know, sure, that's great. But being a being a slave to the bag isn't going to make me very present. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think what I really want to do is um, I want to... I, I, I constantly get reminded, um, and there's not a huge amount of people, but there is a lot of people being very open with me across social media and sending me private messages mm. um, and opening up about how certain songs um, helps them through what they've been going through and my songs acted as a little bit of a the flip side opinion or like a silver lining type narrative to what they were going through. Um, and they felt understood. And 
if I can do that continuously on a large scale, then that's what makes me happy. Mm. I don't like that's what makes me content and it gives me purpose. Yes. Um, because that's what art has always done for me. I, I like there's bands like, um, you know, the 1975 where I don't even need to listen to the 1975's music. I can read the lyrics off my phone mm. and be like, I feel like Maddie Healy understands me right now. Mm. Like that that's an example more of late. There's also other people like Steve Lacey of late and then there's people from my early influences like Prince and stuff like that where, mm. you know, like, it's where you listen to the music and you're like, I just, this sound understands me. Mm. Um, and that's why I can't, I can't, I can't get around, you know, like meditation music and stuff like that because it's, you're like, you don't, you don't get me. I'm, I'm way up here. You can imagine my hands moving right now. <laughs> I'm way, I'm way up here and you're, down there immediately i want you to take me slowly down to that level not like you need to get on my level first yes yeah and yeah. then take me down and that's why that's why i listen to albums you know mm. and and look at it and look at paintings mm. because being understood is something that especially my generation and a lot of people like in general as well we struggle with yeah we struggled with being understood and that's where a lot of art comes from and why people connect with it and so if i can do that on a large scale i will be a very happy eli you're on the way mate and um yeah look you know i i guess it's just just doing what comes to you and and following um the things that pop in your intuition and what your heart's telling you and, and all those things will appear. But, you know, there's so many two-year-old boys um, that are going to be 10-year-old boys and 15-year-old boys uh, that will need someone like you in the future, you know, because you've walked the path and you understand it. And um, that's so powerful and, and, and helpful now. So you compare, say, 20, 30 years ago, people like with that mindset, well, that, that, that background would not have been able to connect with someone like you, but now they can. And that's that's yeah. so so you know re, re, re rewarding I guess at the end of the day when someone can actually see something in someone else and that empowers us to make the changes that we we really like to make and we need to make. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, te I also teach um, kids music like singing, songwriting, piano, guitar. Um, and at a place called Rock Scholars. And I've got a bunch of students who will open up about an assortment of things that they're going through. And it is nice to be able to go, well, and not, and not, tell, not tell them what to do. <laughs> tell them that they need to really, really try and tune in to what, feels right in their gut and then when most of them because there's so much going on and i think like the negative 
there's negative parts of social media where kids are being bombarded with so much stuff. Well, people in general are being bombarded with stuff where if you look at too much of it, it's almost hard to try and get alignment with yourself and have that gut feeling. Yes. Like, and know what that is and how to measure it. And there's a lot of kids at the moment who don't even know what a gut feeling is. Mm. They're just flailing. And I know exactly what that feels like because I've been there. Mm. Um, because I was getting, you know, I get told one thing at one household and then an, and then another thing at another. And when you're so young and you're just sponging everything up and and consuming all the information around you and learning, it's hard to try and navigate and make your own mind up about things. And I think... For sure, young like young boys I would be able to talk to about that. I would also be able to talk to um, a 70-year-old like my grandmother about that. Mm. I think everyone on a universal level struggles with these types of things and no one ever has it fully figured out. We're learning until we're dead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. But well, I think we've been sort of program into a mindset you go to school and you become this and maybe the learning does stop sometimes um but but yeah look mate you know there's so many gifts that are being um presented to us on a daily basis that um that, that we can miss unless we're, we're conscious of that and if you've got an open mind uh you know to to all these things and um, you know, knowing that what you know is, is only the start of it there's so much more um to be able to open yourself up to that i think is really um really really powerful and uh, when you when you block yourself um then you're, you're, you're missing the opportunity to be able to explore life and i guess with mental health you know uh, and the, the uh the framework that we're in you know we're we're, we're certainly being labeled and um and, and that uh as having some form of um you know uh imbalance uh but i just believe you know if you can actually work on that imbalance and get that back into balance again then you know you do get you put yourself in a position where you can um you know develop and learn consistently and uh you know you're right like geez, i listened to a conversation recently with a lady that you know just turned 100 and she was still learning and she loved it you know because she had that open mind and um but also she had a lot of compassion for for other humans and I just think you know they're the they're the golden um, nuggets that uh, that we need to uh, probably embrace because uh, yeah we can easily uh, block ourselves and we're only on a short journey you know it might be eighty ninety a hundred years and it's not a long long span of time in the scheme of things at the end of the day so it's important to do what we what we love and what we really want to do for sure yeah I think so too definitely can you tell me a bit about um, You've got a new single coming out and uh, also some of your other music that people might be able to connect with as well. Yeah, so it's all out. So the EP dropped. So there's a song called Flowers, which is the main single, and then there's four other songs on the EP. So that's all out on streaming services like Spotify, Apple Music, um, and you can follow me on socials like TikTok and Insta and um and facebook and all that so it's just your like eli green eyes is that right yeah eli green eyes yeah amazing mate now is that did that is that your real surname where did that come from your eyes that came from my eyes (laughs) um and my birth name is actually morgan bain oh really there you go well i think yeah yeah my birth name 
Yeah. Yeah, so I think like um, I during that whole time that I was talking about before when I was living in Melbourne, I kind of birthed this character and this kind of um, almost tenaciously strong character in my head. I developed it um, called who was like kind of like I wanted to create kind of like a superhero version of myself and to keep making art. And I wrote a song, um, ironically, called Loser. <laughs> and because um, I felt like it. That's exactly how I felt. So like the biggest loser from everything that was going on. And I just had this this um, appetite, I guess, to just reinvent myself. And I wrote, and in the chorus, um, it says, I want you to write Loser on my back just so I can prove you wrong about that. Look, it's Eli with the green eyes. Look, it's Eli with the green eyes. Mm. So, um, and that wasn't, I hadn't been thinking about that name. It it came out of my mouth and into the song and I, don't, I have no idea where it came from. <laughs> Mate, um, that's I beautiful. think that the green eyes bit is obviously my eyes, but the Eli bit, I could not tell you. Yeah. Geez, mate, that, that's amazing, and, and I really uh, congratulate and admire you for doing that, and uh, you know, having this identity around, you know, your stage name and and everything uh, along with that. I know Kevin Mitchell; it's been on this goes by Bob Evans, and yeah, yeah, he, he's a Perth boy, and uh, yeah, I just think it's really cool that you can actually like uh, have that uh, differentiator and. Um, uh, I, I might. I, I always say to people on this podcast, the best yet to come. With with definitely, um, you're in for a great journey with yourself and and with what's uh, ahead for you, you know, and and what will come through your intuition and your heart because those things that you've been able to produce, which are so powerful, have probably come from that space. And I just think if you keep opening yourself up, there'll be more, um, you know, beauty to come with regards to what you can do with uh, your music and art and all those sorts of things moving forward. Hundred percent. Yeah. So mate, the best Definitely. is yet to come. Write that, write that on the on the on the back on on your fridge and stick it there. The best is yet to come, and uh, yeah. and I think uh, yeah, mate, uh, just really, um, really, you know, be grateful for everything that's sort of been, um, you know, uh, as part of the journey so far, and everything that's um, that's pre- presenting for you today. And uh, you know, I just think, mate. Um, I'll be listening to more of your music now and, uh, and I'm really grateful that we've connected and I hope to be able to get to WA one day and say hello and I'm sure if you want to come to Queensland I can probably line some gigs up for you. Yeah, for sure, man. Sounds awesome. <laughs> Appreciate it, mate.